Welcome to Illness with Influence, a brand new series from Have a Cuppa Unmasked, the podcast dedicated to raising awareness of invisible illnesses. This series, I talk to guests who have become champions of their own industries, but all with one thing in common, an invisible illness, showing you it can be done. All is not lost. You can still achieve your dreams. Come on, let's raise inspiration, not stigma. So sit back, grab a cuppa and get ready to be inspired. Welcome to this very special episode of Have a Cuppa Unmasked, the Illness with Influence series, as I have got the wonderful Kate Taylor. How are you doing? I'm really good, Helena. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? I would absolutely love to. Hello, my name is Kate Taylor and I am a qualified reflexologist. Um, I qualified back in 1998. Um in Harley Street in London actually. Amazing. I know. Really it was amazing. it was just how you expect Harley Street to be. Yeah. Very, very grand and what have you. Um, I did a year's course, um, during which time we had to do um, physiology as well as learn reflexology. Yes. Um, which kind of brings me to the point of um, I will go into this a bit more later, but you know, when you are looking for reflexologists, please make sure they're qualified. There are a number of bodies. I belong to the Association of Reflexologists. Um, So they will have a list of reflexologists who are not only qualified but also insured because without both you can't get on their register. Um, Unfortunately, anything to do with um, complementary therapy or the beauty industry, as you know, is wrought with people who claim to be qualified, claim to have the knowledge, and they don't. But anyway, you can be rest assured that the information I give you today will be coming from knowledge and experience. Well, the first thing I think that we would love to know is, and I'm sure you've heard this many times, is reflexology just a foot massage? (laughs) Um, A glorified (laughs) Well, some people see it that way. Um, It goes a lot deeper than that. To some extent, you are, in effect, massaging areas, but actually we are using our technique and our experience through through touch therapy, basically. So we understand there are, the, I, the body is basically represented within the feet, within the hands and within the face. So every organ, every part of the body is actually represented. Um, I always refer back to... Um, expert uh, bearing your soul is an expression if you think about it you're showing the soles of your feet you're bearing it but no it goes deeper than a massage it's it's not an invasive um, therapy at all basically as I said it's touch therapy it's using different pressures within different parts of the feet the face or the hands to find out which parts of the body are kind of out of sync out of balance, not really working to their full potential, um, perhaps have a blockage. Um, We feel it in very different ways. Um, I mean, when you go for a body massage, you're basically, anyone who's had a massage will know that you're still working different muscles and stuff. Mm. Um, And the pressure is varied depending on the part of your body. And so we therefore vary the pressure depending on where we are, because there are tendons, there are ligaments throughout the feet 
that you don't really want to put too much pressure on and other areas where it's a little bit soft you can put a bit more pressure you sometimes have to get a bit deeper to feel the organ um, for example the pituitary is actually in your big toe because it's in your head right. um, and that area can be very sensitive so even though it's hard to get into because of the way it's hidden you don't want to work it too hard otherwise someone's going to feel quite ill from it oh, okay so, so w when you say um feel the organ just for anyone kind of listening and starting to freak out that their organs are in their feet um, what what exactly do you mean by feel the organ in the foot very that's a fair question absolutely <laughs> fair um no the i mean when i say they're represented in the feet so particular areas so for example okay on the i'm just trying to think of areas i can explain through words rather than yeah. show because I'm actually yeah, no sitting problem. here doing things with my hands so if anyone could actually see this yeah. if anyone's watching me now they think I'd gone completely loopy <laughs> I think <laughs> um, it's a difficult one to explain isn't it, it is a difficult one so for example some areas are um, they have sort of the feel of a horseshoe shape okay. so on your foot <clears throat> if you look at your foot on the outside of your foot um, from if you come down from your ankle bone at a slight angle there's a lump a bump on the um, outside of your your foot yes. um, so that is actually your knee area for example so around that area we can feel the knee then if you come into the inside of your foot the arch of your foot yes. um, there is again um, sort of a, a knobbly bit yes. sort of if you come straight up from your arch it's like a little knobbly bit yeah. called the navicular that is actually part of your spine Oh, wow. So we can work around that. And as we work up towards your toe, we're coming up your spine towards your head. Um, and some, sometimes you can work it a little bit firmer than other people. Right. Everyone has different um, pressure points yes. that they can take different um, sort of pressures on. So, yes, your spine basically works up the inside of your foot and it also works up your leg as well that's so interesting and i do have to ask is it tickly for people <laughs> that have got tickly feet is it is it something to be kind of worried about can you still relax absolutely um no it's not tickly because it's a firm um movement because mm. we basically take control of your feet mm. and we work in such a way that it is not tickly um it's not painful. It shouldn't be okay. painful. There will be areas that are more sensitive yes. because those will be the areas that perhaps aren't working properly or the very nature of them, they're sensitive. Um, and that relates to the to the specific area. So, for example, like you were saying, the knee area, if you've got knee problems and things, would that be a painful area to maybe touch? Or how, how would you know? Is it crunchy? Is it what sort of thing is there? It can be crunchy or spongy. Um, Sometimes it's crunchy to the effect that I always relate it back to um, if you're walking on a sandy beach, a nice sandy beach, mm. and the, the sea's been out for a little while, so the sea, sorry, the sand is damp but not soggy, yes. and you get that nice crunchy feeling, and as you walk yeah. across it, your feet slightly sink in, and yeah. you get that sort of, but it's still sort of gritty on your feet. Yeah. It's that sort of feel to me. Um, and sometimes it's spongy. Um, I once worked on someone who'd had a complete hysterectomy and um, colonoscopy. Mm. And actually in those areas, it felt empty. Yeah. 
there really wasn't much coming back at me because there wasn't really anything there to talk to yeah. me. So it's those, and when you come across feelings like that, you're kind of thinking it's it's weird because you're not getting the se sensation you expect to get. Yeah. And to feel um, empty as well, like that must yes. feel really strange. It was, it was, it was weird. And so for those, those of us, you know, people are probably sat there thinking okay this sounds great we're talking like foot massage we're talking reflexology what is this anything to do with this podcast well people the reason why i wanted to bring kate on today is because i've actually experienced reflexology myself and i've experienced the benefits but i wanted kate to kind of tell you the benefits that it can have to your your mental health and your physical health as well can't it Absolutely. Um, it's not only are we working areas of your body through your feet, your hands, your face, and basically sort of giving them the kickstart. Um, we're actually giving our client permission to switch off for an hour or 45 minutes or however, as well as what we're doing is so vital, particularly in societies we are now where we're rushing around. We're not, you know what, I just want to step off the world for an hour and have a little bit of me time. Um, it's vital in um, well-being, reflexology, always done, but I've not gone into any great detail. And it's been quite interesting using that now that we're back working. Difference, um, and I'm getting a lot more crunchy stuff coming through. So yes, it's, it's, it's a time to just step on. One thing we aren't allowed to do, offer a cure, um, and I can hear diagnose or cure, but what we can do, how they should, a bit crunchy, um, is there any reason for that? And often people go crunched over it. And we can just say, well, look, just give it a little bit more attention. Just think about your posture, um, how you're carrying briefcases, whatever, whatever your nature of work, because again, we're not medical. But what we can do is by working particular areas that are represented with the lead to those areas, which in turn refiring. Anyone who comes to me who has any issues, whether that be physical or mental, I can make them feel so much better when they leave. Um, even, you know, a lot of the time people will come to me and they may even cry because they're releasing so much energy. Wow. And because of that, it's great. I don't, I, to me, that's and given in and they're letting go of all sorts of emotions and issues that they perhaps didn't even realize they had. So there's always a box for those, those tears that might flow after a treatment or even during a treatment, all sorts of things in pregnancy because the sciatic loops around the foot. Um, and back up, we can work that area to help pressure in that area. We have um, been known to aid with migraines because there's a particular point on the toe um, which is aimed at headaches. We can help with sinus issues. Um, we can help with um, breathing issues, relaxation. There's a brilliant one with your tension and nerves is an excellent one to use. I don't know if you're going for interviews, um, you're going into a meeting with your boss, um, you're going to parents' evening at school and you're dead nervous about what the teachers are going to say about your children. There's this brilliant one that you can do on your hands. If you can imagine, if you hold your palm towards you and you take your thumb from between your first and your second finger, so that's the, your pointy finger and your middle finger, you could have the lumpy, bumpy bits on your hand. There's a little point in there that you can work, which is your solar plexus. And that is excellent at helping you relax. There was so much I could talk about reflexology. I mean, reflexology has been around since, oh, in the Western area, since the 90s. Basically, there's a lady called Eunice Ingham who actually mapped the body onto which we now know as reflexology. So we owe a lot to Eunice Ingham today about reflexology. Perfect. 
how can people get in touch with you? Um, I have a website, which is a nice simple one, katetaylorreflexology.com. And um, if, I, you know, if I'm too far for them to find, I would recommend they go to the aor.org.uk website and find a reflexologist and have a look in there for one of their reflexologists. Um, as I say, there are other associations. You could easily Google for other associations. Thank you so much, Kate. It was my absolute pleasure, Helena. Thank you for listening to another episode of Illness with Influence. If you love this episode, then why not share it with your friends and family, tagging myself at helena.m.mitchell so I can personally say thank you. And don't forget to check out our other episodes in this series or hop onto our private Facebook community group, Have a Cuppa Unmasked, for continued support from a community of like-minded people. But until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and remember... You are not alone.